have been a boy for three years and I was a girl for six. I've changed my name, my clothes, my room, and my pronouns. And that's really all you need, except for the fifth one that I still need, surgery and medicine. And much of that nonsense has no place in Wyoming because it's not happening in Wyoming and it has nothing to do with our phenomenal K-12 education system um, in Wyoming. It used to be called abuse. Speaker of the House Albert Somers wants you to just call it K-12 education. We go there in 60 seconds. Here we go. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another scintillating installment of Morning Reload. From high above all other puerile and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the depths of the Middle Swamp in Wyoming's capital of Cheyenne. As was fully expected, Speaker of the House Albert Somers is holding a number of bills in his drawer. That's the nomenclature that's used when either the Speaker of the House or the Senate President is unilaterally making the decision of preventing legislation from being heard on the floor of the legislature. There's only one reason he would do that. He's afraid that it would pass and that all of his Wyoming Education Association buddies would be angry with him. Over the weekend, the Wyoming Speaker of the House got a bunch of press coverage, and I'm going to tell you all about it here in just a second. But first, an absolutely outrageous yet completely self-serving profit timeout. Cowboy State Politics is brought to you by the Buffalo Wool Company. They make the warmest socks that you'll ever put on your feet. Go to their website, thebuffalowoolco.com, and get you the warmest pair of socks that you're ever going to wear. Morton Buildings is the expert in metal building construction. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a backyard shed or a garage or a barn or a roping arena or maybe a giant warehouse for your business. Give Nick and Jesse a call at 307-674-2532 or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. Today is a very important day in the Wyoming legislature. If a bill is not heard for the first time on the floor, then it dies and won't be able to be brought up again until the next legislative session. Each bill has to go through a certain process before it can even get to the floor of the House or the Senate. It first has to be assigned to a committee by either the Senate President or the Speaker of the House, and it has to be done in both chambers. Right now, Speaker of the House Albert Somers is holding a number of bills in his drawer. He hasn't even assigned them to a committee yet. The vast majority of committees don't even have another meeting scheduled for today. In other words, every bill that Albert Somers has in his drawer is dead. One of those is Senate File 117, the Parental Rights in Education Bill. It's fascinating that all of these legislators down here in Cheyenne 
go out of their way to argue in favor of local control, but they won't allow the most local control of all, that of parents. In fact, in many school districts in Wyoming, parents aren't even part of the equation. In an article published in the Rocket Miner entitled Sweetwater County School District Official Responds to Criticism Regarding Student Support Procedure, published on September 24th of 2022, and I quote, When a student indicates that their family is not supportive of their gender identity and or the district is concerned for the student's safety, the district will honor the student's request for confidentiality until the student consents to the disclosure and or the district completes an individualized assessment and rules out any particularized and substantiated concern of real harm to the student. The expectation is that parents will eventually be involved. The district will support the student in this process and encourage familial involvement whenever possible. End quote. Did you notice how the school district in Sweetwater County is taking over this whole situation? And or the district is concerned for the student's safety? And or the district completes an individualized assessment and rules out any particularized and substantiated concern? To put it another way, they're under no obligation whatsoever to inform parents of what's going on with their children. That's the school's responsibility. Except, of course, that almost every single student in Wyoming K-12 education is not an adult. And therefore, the people responsible for their well-being is not the school, but their parents. Here's another one for you. From the Washington Examiner, October 3rd of 2022, and I quote, a parent activist organization blasted officials in the rural Wyoming School District of Sweetwater County after the school board defended its policy of hiding student gender transitions from parents and claimed that misgendering someone is sexual harassment. A ridiculous claim. At a school board meeting last month for Sweetwater County School District No. 1, officials claimed it is well settled that misgendering a student or school employee constitutes sexual harassment. The district's officials had also openly argued with several community speakers over the district's policy of not informing a student's parents if the student informs school officials that they are transgender and seeks to be addressed by a name or pronoun that does not correspond to their biological sex. In a statement to the Washington Examiner, Maylene Salaberia, the director of community engagement for the parent activist group Parents Defending Education, said the statements from officials in the rural southwest Wyoming school district showed the war against our constitutional rights and our parental rights is out in the open, even in wild Wyoming. End quote. Both of those articles that I just mentioned are from last fall. So at the very least, this whole situation has been going on for quite some time. Eventually, Sweetwater County School District Number 1 backed down from their position. Apparently, parents really should be involved in their children's education. Evidently, that is not how Speaker of the House Albert Somers sees it, because he's been holding Senate File 117 in his drawer for nearly a month. There was plenty of time to get it to a committee so that it could be heard and debated on the floor of the House. But Speaker of the House Albert Somers decided by himself without any input from anybody else, that that bill was not going to be heard by anyone. That decision did not sit well with a lot of the people that have been paying very close attention to what Albert Somers has been doing from his chair as Speaker of the House. 
Now, let's just be clear about what Senate File 117 would do. It would prevent teaching gender ideology and sexuality to children between the ages of kindergarten and third grade, most of whom probably still think that they can fly. On Friday, the House Freedom Caucus sent out a tweet explaining exactly what Albert Somers is holding in his drawer. At broadcast time, that tweet has been seen over 275,000 times. President of the State Freedom Caucus Network Andy Roth's tweet said, and I quote, Wyoming Speaker of the House Albert Somers is currently blocking the following bills. Universal school choice, ban the teaching of gender ideology and sexual orientation to K-3 through graders, and banning doctors from doing sex changes on minors. This is in the most Republican state in America, and it featured a picture of Albert Somers wearing his cowboy jacket, a bolo tie, and a mask. How Wyoming of him. The media barrage did not end there. To the Washington Examiner, in an article entitled, Wyoming's GOP House Speaker Buries Parental School Choice Bills, from February 24th, and I quote, The Speaker of the Wyoming House of Representatives is under fire from members of his own party who are accusing him of favoring the interests of teachers' unions by blocking votes on parental rights and school choice legislation. On Friday, members of the Wyoming House attempted a procedural motion to sidestep Speaker Albert Somers and force a floor vote on a bill that would enact a universal school choice. The effort failed on a voice vote. The Universal School Choice Bill, Senate File 143, is one of several bills Somers, a Republican, redcoat, has refused to allow on the floor. On Tuesday, an effort to discharge a parental rights bill that would ban classroom instruction of sexual orientation and gender identity prior to fourth grade also failed. Both the School Choice Bill and the Parental Rights Bill easily cleared the Wyoming Senate. Somers claimed he opposes the parental bill because it infringes on the authority of local school boards. The legislation mirrors a law passed last year in Florida that was ignominiously dubbed the Don't Say Gay Bill and sparked a row between state officials and the Walt Disney Company. End quote. To all of this, Somers responded in a guest column in The Cow Pie. And I quote, Senate File 117, The Parental Rights in Education. This bill disallows public school teachers from teaching sexual orientation and gender identity themes to children from kindergarten through third grade and directs school boards how to interact with parents. This type of teaching is not happening in Wyoming schools. Moreover, the bill strips local control. Regardless of the issue, I've always fought against taking authority away from local school boards, town councils, and county commissions. Additionally, I believe this bill is unconstitutional as it violates the single subject rule. End quote. Okay, I have a number of responses. First of all, why can we not agree that kindergartners should not be taught about sex? Why is that such a big lift? It's entirely possible that Albert Somers believes that none of this is happening in Wyoming. If he is listening to the president of the Wyoming Education Association, Grady Hutcherson. On October 10th, Grady Hutcherson said this to the House Education Committee. But I also think it's time collectively for all of us to start pushing back against some of that ridiculous national rhetoric uh, that Ms. Amon was talking about that we are seeing. This is Wyoming, and much of that nonsense has no place in Wyoming because it's not happening in Wyoming, and it has nothing to do with our phenomenal K-12 education system um, in Wyoming. Uh-huh. 
Except, of course, for the Wyoming Education Association's Safe and Just Schools cadre. That's their little group whose logo has the socialist fist in it and who openly admits to training teachers as activists to push the LGBTQ and transgender ideology agenda in Wyoming schools. Then there's the fact that over 80% of Wyoming schools have a gay, lesbian, and transsexual alliance in the school. And I do mean all schools, not just high schools. Anyhow, two days after Grady Hutcherson told the House Committee how none of this stuff is happening in Wyoming schools, Cowboy State Politics broke the story of Cheyenne Schools showing the movie in class entitled Growing Up Trans. Here's a soundbite from it. I've been a boy for three years, and I was a girl for six. I've changed my name, my clothes, my room, and my pronouns. And that's really all you need, except for the fifth one that I still need, surgery and medicine. Do you really think that nine-year-old knows anything about what she's saying? That is just a piece of a movie being shown in Wyoming schools. The little boy in that movie at the time it was filmed was nine years old. And that movie was shown in Cheyenne School, specifically Cheyenne South. And then, of course, there was the September episode where I broke the story that 22 out of 23 counties had parents reporting that their children were asked what their pronouns were on the first day of school. And to top all of this off, Speaker of the House Albert Sommers should probably look out the front door of the Wyoming Capitol today. Wyoming Equality, former Representative Sarah Burlingame, of Wyoming Equality has scheduled a protest to protest all of these bills. Not only that, she's paying protesters to be there. Let me read you what her Facebook post says, and I quote, The graphic says it all. We need you, as many of you as possible, to be at the Capitol on Monday. This abhorrent bill has survived committee after a heartbreaking round of testimony and voting. Please come if you can and share this far and wide. In the meantime, please also email House Appropriations, who will hear this bill next. Your voice has power. Make it heard. P.S. Need financial support to come? Fill out this form. Please note that we will verify forms, and we are not able to guarantee support for all those that need it. And here's what the little graphic says. Lace up for Wyoming trans kids. As a team, we can defeat Senate File 133, which is the Fairness in Women's Sports Bill. It's actually called the Student Eligibility in Interscholastic Sports. Wyoming Capitol, Monday, February 27th from 1 to 5. So a question for the good Speaker of the House, Albert Somers. Hey, Albert, do you still think that this is not a problem in Wyoming? Do you still think it's not happening in Wyoming schools? The truth is, my friends, that Albert Somers is either woefully ignorant or he's lying to you. I'll let you figure out which one it is. Either way, the Speaker of the House is doing the bidding for the LGBTQ lobby and for the Wyoming Education Association. There can be no doubt about that. It's disgraceful. That is definitely enough for this morning's installment of Morning Reload. Have a good week, and we'll talk again on Wednesday. From the depths of the Middle Swamp in Wyoming's capital of Cheyenne, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics.